Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. What's up, guys? You're listening to Wide Open Radio, the nation's number one custom motorcycle podcast, with your host, Courtney Lambert, brought to you by Raw Edge Custom Motorcycle Paint Shop. Hear real talk discussions with the biggest names in the industry about the latest custom motorcycle news, trends, and events. Now, grab a drink and have a seat, because we're about to get started. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Wide Open Radio, Custom Motorcycle Talk Radio. I'm your host, Courtney Lambert, and I am so excited to be back after our summer break. Uh, A lot of the listeners who have been listening for a while now, you know that we do two uh, main breaks during the year, um, unless our schedules say that we have to take a break at another time during the year. But the two planned breaks are always our summer and our winter breaks. So uh, during summer and winter breaks, what we do, just so you know, um, it's a lot of planning and um, some business side of the stuff going on here for Wide Open Radio. Uh, We get all of our scheduling ready and talk to upcoming featured guests and things of that nature just to make sure that we have everything ready for the upcoming season. And um, season seven, y'all, oh my gosh, I can't wait to tell you, and I'm going to do it towards the end of this episode. Uh, I'm going to tell you a little bit about some of the people that we're going to have on this season. I'm not going to tell you everybody just yet, and I'm still lining up a couple more guests to add into the schedule, but I'm going to give you some hints about uh, some people that you guys are not going to want to miss, and I'm I'm going to tell you about some more people coming on as well. Uh, So tonight's episode is going to be fairly short. Uh, You know, the episodes usually run between about 45 minutes and an hour and a half long. Well, tonight, I'm going to try to keep it around 30 minutes for you. Um, This is just really supposed to be a preview to season seven and to let everybody know that summer break is over and we're ready to get rolling. So um, it is, today is July 18th and um, usually on July 18th, I feel like Sturgis is still a world away, right? You still have a few more weeks. Well, this year we have to leave from Florida on July 28th. So whenever I woke up this morning, I told Corey, I was like, Holy cow. I was like, okay, 10 days. We've got 10 working days to get everything finished. Now, um, you guys have heard us talk before on the show, and you hear every single guest that comes on the show, if it's a builder, talk about how stressful the time leading up to a show could be. Um, It's not like everything's just ready to go, and a few days before the show, you load up the trailer or load up the saddlebags and head out. Um, A lot of stuff gets kind of pushed to the last minute and that's not because of poor time manager so many different factors that go into building these custom motorcycles and um, it's not always in your control so uh, leading up to this knowing we have 10 days to go into this Corey sees originals at least um, there's still a lot to be done but we're in a really good spot and I can tell that this year and this show is much different just based off Corey's demeanor. So I know he feels really good. He has a um, pretty killer project he's going to be bringing out. And I've been hearing bits and pieces about other projects coming out from other builders and shops. So I, I'm telling you guys, it's going to be brutal out there this year. And I can't wait to see what everybody's bringing to the table because um, there's some nice stuff out there right now. So Um, One thing that I want to talk about very quickly, and then we're going to talk about Roar on the Shore, Um, I have to thank our sponsors, um, specifically two different sponsors and advertisers that we have with us right now. 
um, who are super supportive of the show, and we love having them on board. One of those is Raw Edge. You guys know that the guys out at Raw Edge have been with us for a while now. Um, They are really starting to ramp up their business. And uh, speaking of Raw Edge, I got a few text messages from John Connor last night, and it was kind of funny because um, he he texted me and he said, I I really – I'm like – wrapping everything up on my Sturgis build and, and I just want your opinion on a couple of things and uh, what do you think about it so far? And it was funny cause you can tell he's, he's a little bit nervous, but y'all he's got nothing to be nervous about. This bike looks amazing. So uh, you see me post a couple of pictures on Facebook or on the website or Instagram, Twitter um, of the, the build that they're coming out with for Sturgis. Um, and they're going to be a heavy hitter this year. I, it's definitely a nice bike. Um, it's, it looks to me like it's 95% complete at this point. There were just a couple things missing. But uh, they, they're they bringing the heat this year along with a bunch of other people. So um, definitely thank you to Raw Edge and the guys out there. We're going to hear a lot more from them uh, in Season 7 of Wide Open Radio. Like I said, we're really excited to have them on board. So uh, make sure you check them out. Also, uh, Bagger Brothers is one of our new advertisers, and we're really excited to have them on. And I have to tell you, they have really been working on their website and uh, the descriptions and the photography, and every single element of their website has been updated and improved. So if you guys have not checked that out, it's baggerbrothers.com. Uh, last I heard, they had a really good sale going on, too. So uh, if you need any bagger parts, uh, they're really good. They usually have everything in stock. And if you can get your order in by 3 o'clock, they usually ship out same day, which is abnormal. So uh, that's baggerbrothers.com. Now, I just got back from Erie, PA. Um, not necessarily one of my favorite trips every year, if I'm being honest. Um, but Roar on the Shore has definitely, this was the 10th annual Roar on the Shore uh, motorcycle rally. And I've definitely seen uh, the rally grow over the few years that I've been going. I believe this is probably the fourth year that I've been consecutively. Um, big event. There's a lot of people that come up there uh, downtown, right in downtown, right on Lake Erie. Um, so that's pretty cool to be able to see. This year, uh, they are known every year, actually, for this big parade that they put on, Parade of Motorcycles. And every year, they have a Grand Marshal come in. Um, Some of the people that I've seen in the past, uh, I believe the first year that I was there, it was Vanilla Ice. So Vanilla Ice came in and rode a motorcycle and led the parade. Um, One year, Rick Fairless came in, and he brought his uh, Looney Tunes cross country. And he was the Grand Marshal of the parade that year. And this year it was Paul Tuttle Jr. So he led the parade and a lot of people were excited to see him. Uh, I know he's not too far from Erie. Uh, So that was really cool. It's always good having some names like that come in. Um, Count Customs has been in there before. I think that was two years ago. He led the parade. So um, they're able to bring some uh, bigger vendors and bigger names in every year that we go. And um, it was, it was a good time. It's only a four day rally. It's Wednesday through Saturday, which is, a little different. And one thing that I noticed is, you know, a a lot of our listeners are, uh, well, most of our listeners are into custom motorcycles. A lot of our listeners are into big wheel baggers right now. And that's something that I did not see a lot of in Erie. Um, Granted, I was at a booth most of the time. I wasn't able to get out and walk around too much. But uh, even just seeing the bikes go by and walking down um, part of the road where everybody parks, there's not a whole lot of big wheel baggers up in that area. Um, I have to assume that's because they really only have about four months out of the year that they can ride. So um, it'd be it'd be really cool to hear some feedback uh, from people that go to that rally or people in that area and uh, find out if there's more um, custom bikes up there that we're just not seeing at the rally. Um, they really don't have a lot of bike shows at that rally either. Um, you know, that's, with this being custom motorcycle talk, that's one thing that I really like to get out and see is the bike shows and interact with the builders and things like that. Um, Really not a lot of bike shows there. They do have several rides where they get out and do these scenic rides. And believe it or not, um, PA is definitely a great place for scenic rides, especially along the lakes up there. So um, I did get some really good feedback from people who went on some of those rides. Um, One thing that was kind of, uh, very much talked about during the entire rally was the potential of a protest on Friday evening. 
and uh, the presence of the police. I mean, there were the the police presence was definitely increased drastically. Um, they had sheriffs and city police um, helicopters. Uh, they were all out and in full force, definitely. So um, that was interesting to see. I spoke with several of the of the police officers. They were super nice. They handled all the situations very, very well. And, um, you know, they did confirm that they spoke to a representative of the group who was trying to put a protest on locally. And um, they were prepared for it and said that, you know, it seemed like it was all going to be done in a full manner. Uh, but when it came down to it, nothing ever happened. And um, so it was kind of quiet. But anyway, I wanted to say a good job to the Erie PD. They definitely did an awesome job of handling that. And you could tell that they were prepared if anything did happen. It uh, would have been kind of interesting to see what happened with some protests going on um, with all those bikers in town. We were all talking about that. So uh, that would have been something to see. We'll say that. I don't know how that would have went down. But um, one more thing um, that was really talked about in the news this week um, is the possibility or the talk of the 10,000 bikers riding to the Republic National Convention in Cleveland. So um, we saw several interviews um, all over social media and all over the news this week about these bikers going down. Um, and, you know, I've heard different things. I hear that they say that they're just going to uh, represent and um, support Donald Trump. And I also hear that they're going just in case any kind of protest or violence breaks out that they can help the police. So um, I don't know how that'll go, but I definitely want to pay attention to that and see how things pan out uh, at the Republic National Convention with all these bikers going. Um, tonight, guys, what we're going to talk about is uh, I have Flash from Bikers Against Bullies coming on, which I'm very excited about. Um, he's going to tell us about the Ride to the 76, which is coming up next week, believe it or not. And um, we're going to go back and forth and talk a little bit about the stops that are being made and uh, the charities that are being supported by this, all the fundraising that's going on, and um, what you guys can catch if you join the ride or if you follow along on social media. Um, first, we're going to hear real quick from one of our sponsors. And whenever we get back, guys, we'll talk about the Ride to the 76. Uh, leaving next week from Missouri. New on the custom motorcycle scene and taking the industry by storm, Raw Edge Custom Motorcycle Paint Shop, specializing in badass airbrushed graphics, laid down by some of the top artists in the country. Raw Edge offers free consultation to help motorcycle owners decide on colors and designs that bring their vision to life. Custom renderings are also available, allowing customers to see the paint layout on paper before any paint is actually sprayed on the bike. Quick turnaround times on award-winning paint is something that is hard to come by these days. And Raw Edge has committed to providing these services along with top-notch professional customer service, helping top-name industry pros and everyday Joes make their dream bikes a reality. Stop by RawEdge.com to view a full portfolio, list of services, and contact info. Ready to turn your ride into a work of art? Call Raw Edge to get started on your project today. 602-471-2912. 602-471-2912. All right, guys, we are back, and I am excited to bring on my friend Flash. Most of you guys who are just getting into the industry or if you're just starting to come out to a lot of the big bike shows, uh, you guys know him as the MC at Baddest Bagger, if I had to guess. So uh, we're going to talk and find out a little bit about Flash, and uh, we're going to talk about the whole ride that's coming up as well. So how are you doing tonight? Good, Courtney. How are you doing? Good, good. Um, I have been wanting to bring you on for a while, ever since uh, we started talking about the ride to the 76. Uh, I thought it would be a good idea for us to tell people what's going on and talk about the stops that are being made and kind of hype everybody up a little bit because uh, it's going to be a big event, and we're excited. So um, before we do that, I want to learn a little bit about you because, like I said, I think everybody at this point right now, whenever they think of you, they think of Fattest Bagger, and you're doing the, the sound off and uh, emceeing and giving out awards and stuff, but I know there's a lot more to you. So tell us a little bit about your background and how you got into the motorcycle industry. <laughs> 
sure. You bet, Courtney. You know, um, <laughs> I, it was all by fluke. A lot of people kind of compare me to Forrest Gump sometimes when they talk about my life experiences and stuff. I actually, I, I grew up in Canada. I'm, I'm, I tell people I'm Canadian by birth. I'm American by heart. And um, right. there's a sport in Canada called curling. And I was, I curled on the World Curling Tour for years, and I had a, uh, a vital body part blow out my knee, and I ended up oh. doing color and what have you for uh, different radio shows and television shows um, following the sport. And that's kind of where I, I guess I cut my teeth in, you know, emceeing and media and what have you. Um, I'm not a media guy. I'm a dad. I'm a biker. Um, and I, I grew up in the motorcycle culture. And um, nice. for some time, yeah, for some time, you know, I've been a single dad and just recently got married to Nurse Kitty. And, um, Lovely you know, Nurse I, Kitty. Yeah, yeah. And I have two daughters, a 20 year old and a, an 11 year old now. And now I have a stepson who's 22 years old as well. So I'm now part of a family of five, and that's a whole new education. Yeah, but, um, I bet. Yeah, you know, but, but the big thing was is that um, bikers, uh, so, so I'm just a guy. I'm a working stiff, you know, just like everybody else is out there and yeah. uh, paying the bills and everything like that. And I love the riding culture. I love everything it stands for. I love my brothers and sisters that are out there on the road. And um, I, I'm just, I'm, you know what, I'm, I've, I've always been proud to be a biker. I've been proud to raise my kids in the culture. And um, so far, so good. It's working out all right. I got some pretty great kids. It sounds like it. I spoke to one of your daughters earlier on the phone, and she sounded like a sweetheart. Yeah, that was Princess. She actually started Bikers Against Bullies USA with me when she was six years old. Which is very interesting. You said that earlier, and there's a reason why I didn't ask you any questions about that. I wanted to ask you about it on the show so everybody else could hear, because... Hearing that a six-year-old started an organization like this is pretty impressive. So how did that even come about? Well, you know, um, being a single dad um, or any kind of single parent, you quite often have to play both roles, both mom and dad. And Mm -hmm. I'm just one of those people who believed, and I still believe in raising my kids, um, and I like to be present for the things that they do. Uh, so I got to know the school faculty pretty well, and I helped out on an anti-bullying campaign with our school district. And one day they were talking about it, and it was one of those, it was one of those conversations where it was like, you know, we keep telling kids, you know, don't be a bully, don't do this, don't do that. And they're just sick of hearing it from us and sick of hearing it from you know, the parents and everything like that. So, Flash, would you mm-hmm. consider maybe come in with some of your biker's friends and kind of try to raise the cool level a little bit on this whole thing? And yeah. I thought it was a good idea, and Princess thought it was a good idea. That's my 11-year-old now. She's 11. Um, <laughs> and we decided, instead of saying, don't eat the brownies, don't eat the brownies, don't eat the brownies, because... I don't know, but if you're anything like me, you tell me that I'm going to eat the brownies. Oh, yeah, and all of them. Yeah. So, so what we decided to do is say, look, kid, eat the brownies, but share them. And okay. um, that was the whole thing. Instead of talking about the ramifications of uh, bad decision makings, what we decided to do was create this, this meeting and this, where we rode our motorcycles into the school and blew stuff up and You know, we had a real good time. We started talking about the positive ramifications of good decision-making. Okay. All right. So So when you're speaking to kids of that age, what type of good decisions are you encouraging them to make at that age? Well, you know, we talk to kids everywhere from kindergarten through high school. And, um, uh, we, we, you know, it was one of those things where, uh, we talk to them about how good it feels to 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 make friends first of all, mm-hmm. and um, with the high schoolers, one of the things that we really focus on is, um, you know, at your ten year class reunion, do you want to be that person that everybody says, oh 
God, I hope he doesn't show up or she doesn't show up. He's <laughs> such a bitch in school. Um, I know. To the person everybody's looking forward to seeing, you know. And, right. Um, and what we've been able to do, of course, people like yourselves, people like, you know, uh, uh, all of our motorcycle friends and our celebrity friends, they're a perfect example of people that are badasses and they make good decisions yeah. every day. You know, and, yeah. and so, so that's, that's a, we just tried to platform. show them that. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, um, our culture is based on respect, diversity, mm-hmm. and freedom. And so we, you know, we discuss, um, you know, the fact that most bikers, the perception is, is that we command respect, right? But what they don't realize mm-hmm. is, is, you know, we give respect and we don't expect to get respect unless we give it. And it's a right. two-way street. And diversity, of course, is, you know, being who you are and embracing that. Um, the kids laugh because, you know, my hair is long and I wear more jewelry than most <laughs> of their moms. But I elect <laughs> to look that way. And I'm okay with that and I right. embrace it. And they're okay with the way I look. And I have the freedom of choice. Not only the freedom of choice mm-hmm. to be whoever I want to be, as long as I don't, as long as I'm not dumping on their freedom, but yeah. also, you know, the freedom, the freedom to make those choices. Well, I think it's absolutely awesome what you guys are doing. Um, you, everybody listening, I don't think that people really understand how much bullying actually goes on until you think about it and until you open your mind to all the different types of bullying that go on in school that goes on. Um, I know you probably read this flash, but on the fundraising page for the ride that we're going to talk about in a minute, John Mead uh, gave his testimony, which I hope it's okay with him that I share it. I'm assuming it is because John, you put it on Facebook. So it's, it's out there now, but John shared that whenever he was young, his parents didn't have a lot of money, like a lot of us, and um, that a lot of the clothes that he wore were hand-me-downs, and maybe his shoes were too big, his pants were too short, and he didn't look like the coolest kid in school, and that he was bullied a little bit for it, and Imagine how many, how much that goes on all over the country all the time, you know, and we don't really even think about that. We think about being bullied for someone being overweight or for a kid um, having two moms or a kid who, um, a kid who doesn't, I don't know, doesn't get to go on the field trips and play sports and stuff after school because their kids can't afford. There's a ton of different ways that kids can be bullied, but it really drove things home. I think whenever John said that, because, you know, we're all here now and we're all working and have careers, but if we look back, you know, it could have affected us as children too. So um, I thought it was really nice that he shared his story for everybody to read and kind of put it into perspective. And, you know, he has done an awesome job of raising money for this. So tell us, about how these rides were started uh, so that we can roll into the, the current ride, the ride to the 76. Absolutely. And, you know, and, and to talk about Johnny Mead for a minute, I mean, there's a guy mm-hmm. when you meet him today, he's a very cool guy. You would never expect he was the one who could have been bullied, you know. And yeah. when he and I were kids, of course, bullying was a little bit different. It usually happened around school. And then at the end of the day, you went home, and that was, your, that was your place. That was your, you know, you had your family, your mom and dad maybe were there, and you could shut out the world for the night before you went back to school. Right. Nowadays with social media, uh, Facebook, mm-hmm. Twitter, um, cell phones, and everything like that, you know, bullying, uh, bullying doesn't stop. And because they can yeah. do it now behind a transparent veil um, of, of – um, of technology, um, you know, uh, kids are becoming bolder and bolder, and and mm-hmm. and they, they, you know, now it's now it becomes a group effort, technology-wise, to bully other kids and segregate mm-hmm. other kids. But I do want to say the fact is is that we have 15 kids a day commit suicide as a direct result wow. of bullying. You know, 15 wow. a day. And when this all started up, 
and I was looking at this, I was learning more about it. You know, I had to ask myself, what would I do to save my kid? And anything, right? Anything, anything. And you know, well, my neighbor probably feels the same way. And, uh, mm-hmm. and so that's why when we saw the effect of the positive effect that we had when we rolled in and out of the schools, um, we, we decided we were going to maintain this and Bikers Against Bullies USA was born. And at the end of the day, nice. through my entire life, our entire lives, if we save one kid's lives, it was worth everything we do. I believe that. That's, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, wow. so so that's what it's all about, you know. Our veterans went out there. They fought for our freedom. They fought for our rights. They fought for us to be allowed to be Americans. All we're trying to do at Bikers Against Bullies USA is teach the kids the core values we've spent the last two centuries fighting for. And it's, it's right. real fundamental, you know, and it's real easy to do. And the kids, actually, the kids want to make good decisions. Sometimes they just don't know how. Yeah. So I believe that anyway, there's, not, I, there's not a whole lot of guidance going on at home like there used to be, you know. So kids are looking nowadays more than ever outside of their house, outside of their parents and their family for guidance. So having an organization like you guys started is absolutely necessary and I am I'm just excited to see where you guys are going to go in another 5 years. I think it's awesome. Well, you're going to be on the ride with us, so you're going to be able to see some of this stuff firsthand. We've, we're bringing hundreds of you T-shirts with us on this ride, too, so kids can kind of rock the bikes awesome. against bullies thing, you know, and have some fun. Um, but, cool. you know, honestly, the way this ride started, Dave Withrow, the publisher of American mm-hmm. Beggar Magazine and Urban Beggar Magazine, he, um, yeah. he, he, every year he'd pick a destination and ride with uh, some dear friends, you know, uh, uh, Jeff Zielinski from NAMS, uh, Custom Cycle mm-hmm. Products and Badlands, and uh, Matt Bechtold from Carl Bruhard. And they, they would just, they'd pick up some bikes and they'd ride to Sturgis. And then over, I think, a few wobbly pops with some of his cohorts a couple years ago, they talked <laughs> about it and said, you know, basically, what if we did a ride, but we used it to raise money? And invited other people along. And uh, he was with uh, Paul Yaffe and Led Edmondson and a few other people. And they contacted me on this. And we just kind of said, you know, that would be a lot of fun. We can raise awareness. We can visit different towns. We can blow stuff up. And, um, (laughs) you know, right off into the sunset with big old smiles on everybody's faces. And that's what we did last year was our first one, the ride to the 75th. We raised $84,000 for LifeScape Children's Hospital, um, wow. Youth and Family Services of South Dakota, and Bikers Against Bullies USA. So, you know, that that's not Trump amazing. change. Yeah. Now, it for is. those of you listening, you remember whenever uh, I did the episode last year and I told you guys about walking into Dave's shop in Spearfish for his party, and I walk in the door, and he is bent over in a chair with his shirt up, his pants pulled down, and I said, what are you doing? Like, what is going on right now? And I, I look closer, and he's getting tattooed, and I was like, Dave, is this a joke? Because he was getting a tramp stamp. And I was like, okay, this is too much. Like, if I could have got on air right then to do this on air for everybody, I would have. I was laughing so hard. But he did it to raise money for this whole for this whole thing. So it was super cool that he did that. I still can't believe that he did, and I still make fun of him for it. But you know what that says to me, and I've been thinking about this the whole time, What? who's going to step up and do something crazier this year? Because you know it's going to happen. You know, you know, I was thinking about that too, and I hope it doesn't end up being me. <laughs> but you know, it, you it's never true. know. He actually had he got a throttle up tramp stamp, which is you know a, a, a throttle girl's trademark. And um, but that alone raised about an extra ten grand at the party. Wow! I mean, one thing about you know Dave Withrow, he, he's he's just he's a big man. I mean, he really is. To yeah. Me. He's a big, broad-shouldered, you know, bald guy. And he just, you yeah. know what? He loves the kids. He loves his culture and the biker community. 
and um, and and obviously he will do pretty well anything that helps kids out. <laughs> yes, he will. <laughs> you know, and, and yeah, so it's going to be a lot of fun, and you're going to be with us this year as well. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about who all's coming because there's a killer lineup, and um, once we talk about everybody that's coming, then we can decide who's going to be the crazy one that does something off their rocker but so it's uh you're going to be there dave's going to be there uh lynn edmondson john mead uh lynn's probably bringing lisa if i had to guess yep um so jeff Zelinsky that you mentioned earlier from nans he'll be there uh mark brody james patience which i'm excited about james has been on the show before as well as lynn and all those guys uh james james may be the one that does something a little crazy i don't know um, who else? Corey's coming for and Corey Souza. Corey Souza Originals is going to be there, which I'm really excited about. Um, and one of the reasons, Courtney, was, you know, it's great to have, oh, this guy and this name and this name. But the whole idea behind this on the ride to the 75th was to get people in that were relevant today in motorcycle right. buildings. The, the guys you see on the covers and everything like that, you know, and Corey is one of those guys as kicker of those guys, ground zero. Um, you mm-hmm. know, Carl Bruhart is everywhere these days. Um, yeah. So, you know, and Jeff Zielinski, of course, he does all that really incredible stuff to make all those bikes work. All that stuff that oh, yeah. plug we... in later and make all that customizing work. <laughs> um, yep. We've also got readers, you know, readers of the magazines or some people from Bikers Against Bullies, some members in different states and what have you. They're, they're riding along as well. It's not, you know, it's not a builder's ride and it's not an industry ride. It's a, it's a rider's ride. And it just happens to be put on by all these people in the industry. But, well, but really what we it's... want is we want every rider to show up. Yeah. And so in order for them to show up, um, there's a map online that shows all of the locations, uh, where we start, where we stop each night, because there's uh, seven different towns that we'll be stopping in. Is that right? That's correct. We, we are okay. going to be uh, kickstands up a week Saturday um, from okay. Scott City, Missouri, Lawless Harley-Davidson. Friday night, we're going to be having our party at lawless and uh, we we do a meet and greet we do flash's world famous stupid biker tricks um we'll probably <laughs> blow a couple of tires up um and you know have fun and a lot of these builders that they know of they see in the magazines they've seen on tv they'll have posters and things like that where they can be signed um photo ops um just you know just a good old-fashioned biker time well I am super excited about it because I know firsthand, even though I wasn't on the ride last year, I know firsthand how much this meant to people and how cool it was for them to be able to go to these cities and and stop and, and meet all these builders that they hear about and read about in the magazines and see on TV and out of the rallies. Um, one person who joined you guys last year, um, Kevin Sayers, he actually came to he came up to my booth in Delmarva last year. And he came right up to the table uh, beside me and said, is Courtney Lambert from Wide Open Radio here? And I said, yeah, she's right here. And he said, Courtney, I'm Kevin Sayers. I listen to the show. Um, I met up with Dave Withrow last year on the ride. And he said, I had an absolute blast. And he said, I wanted to come introduce myself and, and meet you. And I hope that you guys will be there next year. And so I don't know if Kevin Sayers, do you know him? Do you remember Absolutely. him at all? Did you meet him? Yeah. I well, don't know and, if he's planning reason, on coming this year or not. Well, he is planning on coming, but he's been running into a few technical difficulties. But all year he's been planning on being there. Now, I'll tell you, last okay, year, he lives up in, like, he lives in Maryland or something. And we started yeah, the ride so. last year in Phoenix, Arizona. And he rode wow. on his own from Maryland to Phoenix. And this is like four weeks after he had a hip <laughs> surgery. And then yeah, Phoenix, he was telling me that. He just with us. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a I mean, I got to tell you, once he got the Sturgis, like the, the day or two before, his surgery was actually coming apart. 
And oh my God. He, you know, he didn't tell anybody about it until it was all over. And it's like, dude, you're going to oh. spill out all over the highway, you know? Yeah. But yeah, he did it. And his wife and his son showed up to meet him later. Um, just a really neat guy. Great photographer, too. But, you know, just, just a great individual. And um, well, everybody, awesome. oh, yeah, everybody who met Kevin Sayre is a better person for it from last year. That's awesome. That's, I think we all live to have somebody say that about us one day. So there you go, Kevin. Jeez, that was awesome. Um, he, he is definitely a, a very nice guy. And he was, I was laughing at him because he said, uh, yeah, they were riding pretty hard, you know, and he was telling me that you guys were coming through some turns and he was trying to keep up with Dave. And he said he held his own the whole way. But it, I'm, I'm excited to see how, what, type of riding goes on this year because you've never ridden with Corey and if I had to guess James is probably the same way so and I know Dave is we've ridden with Dave several times so it's going to be entertaining and fast-paced <laughs> and a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah absolutely it's it's it's, yeah. it's uh, I mean a lot of people a lot of people stay away from, you know, group rides. Let's call it a group ride. And, and the fact is, is we right. don't all ride as one group. We have different teams. Sometimes you switch teams and ride with other teams. Sometimes you ride solo. You can do whatever you want. And you can ride at yeah. your own pace. But mostly we go like hell. And uh, yeah. we just have a really good time. <laughs> um, you know, one of the things, Courtney, is what you're going to find, I hope you're going to find it this year, is um, last year – a bunch of people kind of knew each other. Some people didn't know each other. And at the end of the ride, it was like, it was like family. We all just, we did this for the kids, you know? Yeah. And, and we had that common goal and we achieved it. And, you know, we blew up one or two motorcycles on the way. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but we, you know, we did it. And at the full throttle saloon, um, the final night at the party, mm-hmm. I, I mean, just nobody wanted it to end, you know. Everybody wow. said the ride itself. The ride was the catalyst, and Sturgis was just an adjunct, you know. But it was, wow. it was it's truly a rider's ride. And when you're out so there doing awesome. stuff and celebrating a good cause, it doesn't get any better than that. Yeah, yeah, I'm... I know it's going to be an amazing time. And speaking of blowing stuff up, I'm imagining that there are going to be some burnouts at night because every night we're stopping and we're we're having a party every night, right? We're having a party every night. We have one dark night, which is going to be in Dodge City. We're going to the Boot Hill Casino after we check into the hotel. And that's, you know, if, if, but it's the same thing. I mean, everywhere we go, we we have this rolling bike show, right? Yeah. And um, people are more than welcome to come and see us. But yeah, literally every night except for the one night in Dodge City is we're having Mm -hmm. meet and greets at different places. Awesome. Awesome. So there's going to be lots of smoking tires and. You never know what's going to happen. I'll tell you, I know that Dave likes to bring his moonshine out, and I know it's going to be a good time. I'm pretty sure Pretty sure I saw some pictures of a bunch of uh, shirtless guys in a hot tub or a pool last year. I don't know what happened, but I can tell you Corey will be involved in that this year. He might not even have pants on. <laughs> It'll get well, and, crazy. And Everybody knows. Corey likes to drop his pants. That's the beauty about it. It's it's all so laid back. I don't know how forward I am looking for, you know, to Corey dropping his pants, but we'll see however that goes. Um, you know, but yeah, we're basically, um, if you, if you go online, you can go on to bikers against bullies, USA.com. You can go on mm-hmm. to ride to the 75th.com. Okay? okay. And you can see the maps. You can see where we're going to be each, each venue. Like we're going to be, uh, for instance, in Kansas, um, Wichita, Kansas, we're going to be at this place called the Lizard Lounge, which is an infamous biker joint. You know, it's a hole in the wall. Okay. We're going to be having some fun doing that sort of thing. Um, we're going to be raising money everywhere we go as well. Mark Brody custom uh, painted um, uh, helmets for every stop. And we'll be awesome. auctioning those off over a beer. Yeah. 
you know, um, we've got uh, shirts, we've got uh, prizes and swag to give out. And, um, you know, and the best thing is, is just celebrating being a biker, being an American and giving a, uh, caring about the kids. Had yeah. To check my language oh, there I'm for so a second. excited. <laughs> now, are we going to have, do you know if any of the places have live music set up? I have a reason for asking this. Are there going to be any bands involved along the way? Yes. Okay. Um, because. I do believe at, oh, go on. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no. I, I, I thought you were going to be looking at for me to tell you which stops we're going to have live music. No, go ahead and tell me. Yeah, tell us all about it, and then I'll I tell think, you why I'm asking. I think Loveland, Colorado. I've got a feeling Loveland, Colorado is going to have live music, and I've got a feeling that Lawless in Scott City may have live music as well. The Lizard Lounge is okay. known for their live music as well in Kansas. So we've got a, uh, for okay. sure a few destinations. Okay, well, I'm asking because anybody who knows Jeff Zielinski knows that he is an amazing drummer, right? So Absolutely. I'm wondering if we can somehow raise some money getting Jeff on somebody's drums. I don't know if that's a no-no to a musician. I don't know if they like to give up their drums to another drummer, but... I would like to see him get on stage, and I think that would be a lot of fun. So I'm putting it out there, Jeff. If you're listening, I'm putting you on the spot. You know, I've got, I've got something going through my head right now. A uh, very okay. dear friend is Jared Blake from The Voice. Mm-hmm. And okay. uh, you know, a lot of people know him because he was a finalist on The Voice. He's kind of a badass country rocker, biker guy. And um, yeah. he's had some songs on the Billboard charts. He's been picked up again, and there's a national uh, there's national release of a new uh, new song that he's got out. He's he's kind of a big deal, and he's he's a great performer. Um, he is going to be doing a couple of shows at the Full Throttle Saloon this year at the new campground. And Ooh. he and I actually spoke today. I don't know if I should be saying this on radio, but he and I spoke today. <laughs> And we're going to see if he can be the show when we roll in for our big party in Sturgis. And uh, because, yeah, it's a big, it's a big turnout. Our last day, which is Friday, August, Courtney, 6th. I don't have a calendar in front of me. 5th. It's Friday, August 5th. Friday, August 5th at 6 p.m. Between 6 and 6.30, we're going to be rolling in, and we're going to be having a party on the stage at the Full Throttle Saloon. We're going to try to work it out. I'm going to ask Jesse James, uh, Jesse Dupree, if, uh-huh. uh, if Jared can be the act, and maybe we can get Jeff on stage, not just with you know uh, uh, a band out of Missouri or something, but maybe with an actual national act. That would be a lot of fun. I think so, too. So he's probably going to kill me for saying that, but I don't care because – it's all for the kids. So maybe we can, maybe Absolutely. that'll be one of our things that we can put somebody on the spot to raise some money. And that would be awesome. And we're doing it all at the Jeff brand Zielinski. new full throttle, which is going to be exciting. I'll tell you, I was there last week. Um, I dropped out mm-hmm. the bikers against bullies rig last week because in 33 years, okay. I've, I've never told my bike to Sturgis. And, um, okay. uh, so I, I drop off the rig and then I ride there. And, um, it was like it was it was crazy because it's huge, right? This campground is enormous, and it's like the only rig out there. We drove away. I actually took pictures <laughs> because it's it's the loneliest RV in Sturgis right now. <laughs> but I got to tell you, Jesse Dupree, Michael Ballard, and their family—you know, their wives and kids—they're uh, out there. I mean, just hustling and hustling, and they're building new stuff. The stage is looking great. Um, there's asphalt to be laid. There's there's interiors of buildings to be built. I mean, it's it's they're they're really putting that effort in. I think it's going to be really something to see. Nice. I I can't wait. I've been keeping up with it, and I actually reached out to Michael and asked if he would want to come on the show um, this week to uh, you know talk about it, tell everybody, hey, we're still here, and this is where we're going to be, and this is what you can find. So um, I'm waiting to hear back from him. I hope that we can make that happen because I think that a lot of people, um, a lot of people don't know exactly what's going on with that yet. And I've been trying to tell people like, yeah, it's still, we're still going, but 
Um, that'd be awesome if we could get him on. So, um, most important question, Flash, what are you going to be riding next week? I am going to be riding the National Touring Bike for Bikers Against Bullies USA. It's a uh, big wheel bagger. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's been in it's you've seen it in the magazines here and there. It's it, it's kind of a neat bike. It's it's stretched. It's big. It's fun and it's loud with big stereo and it's the whole bike looks like it's up like a cinder block wall um, with with okay. plaster and stuff peeling off. And then and then it's just the the whole idea behind this bike was that people walked around and tagged it with graffiti, but instead of you know, tagging it and saying, hey, you're a douchebag. It, it's all terms of <laughs> empowerment on it, you know? And um, awesome. so the whole bike is messages for kids. And I'm going to tell you, this bike is built for the kids. I mean, if people come out and see us, one of the things about this is they can climb on this $65,000 motorcycle and get their picture taken and have some fun and play with the stereo because that's why it was built. Oh, they're going to love that. That's for sure. Yeah. Awesome. And, you know, and I know well, there's going to be a lot of sweet rides. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's. I was saying at the beginning of the show, I, you know, the 75th, everybody really was bringing the best they had. And I think a lot of people were like, oh, that's the best it's going to get. But we all know better than that. You got to outdo yourself every year. So it's just going to keep getting better. And I know for a fact that a lot of top name builders are You've noticed that a lot of the top-name builders haven't even been talking about their Sturgis builds this year. We know they're going on, but they're not even really talking about them. Nobody's sharing any pictures or anything. So it's going to be really interesting, especially to show up to Baddest Bagger. So I'm looking forward to it. And this ride is going to have a lot of beautiful bikes as well. Yeah, that's that's the great thing is you guys – Come on out, see us at one of the stops, have a drink, have something to eat, introduce yourselves. That's why we're doing this ride. You know, we, yeah. we, we want to meet America while we're doing this. And, um, and, and you're right, Courtney. I, I, you know, every year when you think they can't pick it up, they do. They pick it up. You know, they're still ratcheting up mm-hmm. those bikes for the baddest bagger and what have you. And, um, and, and you're right. Nobody's talking about their stuff which is, to me, is yeah. really, really cool. Um, yeah. You know, Paul, Paul Yaffe, he released, of course, the Rubber Nucky in Arizona, or I mean in Destination Daytona this year, that amazing rubber-mounted knucklehead. Um, yeah. That just killed me. I love that bike. I, I, I saw it in the build, and I had to keep my mouth shut for almost a year, and it just <laughs> killed me because I was like, I was vibrating. I was so horny over that bike, you know what I mean? <laughs> It was just such a cool bike. Yeah. I wanted to tell everybody, but you can't, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've, we've definitely had a lot of people, you know, I've had people send me just sneak peeks and, you know, I, I know everybody's bringing the heat this year, so I can't wait to cover the whole event and show everybody pictures of what's going on if you can't make it. But like you said, if, if, our listeners can make it, and if anybody who hears this can make it, tell your friends because we want to see you guys out. Um, we want to raise as much money for the kids as possible. You don't have to come to the event to do that. There's actually a website that you can go to, and I personally don't care, and I know you don't either, Flash. It can be a dollar. It can be $100. It can be $1,000. Whatever you can give, um, every dollar counts, and it's super easy to do it. You just go to firstgiving.com. And then search for Ride to the 76. Is that the easiest way to do it? That is absolutely the easiest way to do it. And I'm going to also tell, you know, your listeners that this is not one of these things that are in admitted, you know, that are burdened by, by administrative fees and everything like that. First of all, I think it's important that everybody knows that every single one of us, Courtney, has paid mm-hmm. $1,000 to be on this ride out right. of our own pockets. You know, Corey, myself, Dave, everybody pays $1,000, and that goes into the kitty, and then we incur all our own gas and our accommodation fees as well. So we're paying our own hotels. It comes out of our pockets. The 1000 bucks a piece comes out of our pockets, and all of the money goes to the kids. That is amazing and very rare. So that's one of the reasons why – 
I was super happy to see Corey do this and why I'm excited to go because that's, that's stand up. If you can give every bit of the money raised to the kids, that says a lot. So um, firstgiving.com, search Ride to the 76. You guys know that I've been posting it on the Wide Open Radio pages. I've been posting it on Corey's pages. You can go to Bikers Against Bully or Flash's page, uh, Dave Withrow's page, James Patient, all of the people – uh, who are going to be on the ride next week. We've really been pushing the fundraising um, and putting the link out there so you guys can see it. And even if you can't donate, share the link for us. Share the information about it because maybe somebody you know can, can donate, and um, that will help us reach our goal. We've got a goal. Uh, the page says we have a goal of 75000 I would love to see us beat the 100000 from last year. And uh, right now we're almost to 40000 it looks like. So we're getting there. Yeah, well, we got to really we're hustle. We're at forty <laughs> plus. We've got we've got another seventy five hundred right now. In like for instance, Lawless Harley Davidson in Scott City. Mm-hmm. Not only are they hosting us, but they're they're um, they're putting in twenty five hundred dollars. They're donating twenty five hundred awesome. dollars for us to stop in. Um, Thunder nice. Mountain in Loveland, Colorado. Thunder Mountain Harley Davidson. Not only are they hosting us and feeding us, and plying us with all sorts of adult beverages, but they too twenty five hundred dollar donation to the kids. So oh, we're amazing. Close, we're probably yeah, we're closer to fifty grand than we are forty grand. And last year awesome. we had an eighty four thousand dollar you know fundraiser. This year we're right on mark mm-hmm. to at least. You know, match that. It's a slower year. It's a smaller surges. Uh, we'll see, but it doesn't matter. You know, the fact is, is yeah. You know, what really matters is is a community pulling together for the kids. That's what matters. Yep, and I'm I'm excited to be a part of it. I know that Corey's super excited to be a part of it. We're honored to be a part of it, and um, I can't wait. I'm I'll share all the links and um, to our listeners. You will get up to date every every few hours i'm sure while we're on the ride we'll post something for you guys to see if you can feel like you're there um and we'll post the link to the uh the map as well so if you're in the area and you can swing by and see us or if you want to join the ride everybody's welcome i think it'd be awesome to see everybody out there and flash thank you so much for taking so much time out of your evening to come on um i knew that you would have a lot of good information to give us and i was right so uh, spending your time with us tonight, and I'm excited to see you next week. And, and yeah, you know what? I'm so excited to see you too. You are truly lovely, Corey. Not so much, but you, you're great. Thank you so <laughs> much too. And, and and you know, and the other thing is, is folks again, like Courtney said, this is not just a biker thing. Pack the kids up in the minivan. Bring the neighbors' kids. Yeah. Come on down and see us. We got stuff for them. You know, they can do some high fives, check out the bikes, have some fun, you know, eat a hot yeah. dog and, and, and walk home with a little swag. That's free. Awesome. Yes, yes. And the kids <laughs> will love that stuff. So how cool would it be for them to be able to say that Lynn Edmondson handed them a T-shirt and they can wear it to school or, you know, any of these guys. They they probably look up to these guys and think that they are the biggest badasses. And then they can say that uh, they handed them and probably signed a shirt and took a picture with them, too. They'll love it. Absolutely. Absolutely. There will not be a forehead that goes, that go, there will not be a child's forehead that goes by unautographed next week. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Come on all out, right. well, soccer moms. Thank you so much. Yes. Yeah. Like you said, all the soccer moms bring the kids out. <laughs> absolutely. All right. Well, Courtney, thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. And we'll, we'll, Catch back up next week and probably do some audio clips and stuff for people while we're there, okay? That would be great. I'm looking forward to it. Everybody, (laughs) rubber down. Thank you. God bless. All right, Flash. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. Now, we only have a few minutes left. I thought I was going to try to keep this short, and I am never good at keeping it short. You guys know that by now. Um, I want to look forward to Season 7. This is our preview uh, episode of Season 7. I don't want to give away too much because I like for there to still be surprises as far as the featured guests go. Um, But I will say that next week we're going to do our Part 1 Sturgis Guide. We're going to talk about the events, all of the schedule, when to be where, who's who, uh, where the parties are, where the bike shows are, where the concerts are. Uh, So we'll talk about that this week. 
Next week, we're going to continue with our part two Sturgis guide. We may have a couple of special people calling in as a surprise, so you never know there. Um, And we're also going to do live uh, Ride to the 76 coverage while we're out on the road. So you guys can see that. We may sneak a few interviews in with some of the guys who are on the ride, which would be awesome. I'm sure that they'll be willing to do that. Half of them have already been on the show anyway. Um, The week after, we're going to have live Sturgis coverage. So we'll be live out in Sturgis. This is going to be a three-week trip, y'all. We're leaving on the 28th, and we don't even leave Sturgis until the 14th, plus travel time back. So uh, we're going to be out there for a while, and we're going to be able to bring you photos and live videos and live uh, Facebook Live videos. Uh, We're going to try to make it as interactive as possible this year. So especially whenever you see those Facebook Live videos pop up on your feed, make sure you check in, uh, comment, let us know if you see something that you want to see or if you see somebody you want us to talk to, and we'll go over and make you feel like you're right there with us. Looking forward to the end of August and September, uh, Frank Drago is going to come on from Drago's Bike Works. We're going to do a full hour of performance talk. That's something that we've not done before, and we've had a lot of requests for Phil Perrin. So um, I'm excited to have Frank on. He agreed to come on the show. Uh, We're going to talk about all these huge motors and turbos that they do um, and and maybe give you guys some tips. Uh, A lot of people are leaning towards the performance aspects of their bikes these days since the big wheels and flashy paint and everything is all great. But it's becoming a little more common than it used to be. So a lot of people are trying to step it up and go for the performance on their bike as well. So Frank will be very interesting to talk to, and I'm excited to have him on. Uh, Tyler Foster and Kyle Morley, uh, execution style, you guys know his paint jobs and all that. Uh, They actually contacted me. They are putting on a custom bike show at Delmarva this year. Now, of course, this is the year that I am not scheduled to go to Delmarva. I've been going for the past few years, and um, (laughs) – Not supposed to be there this year, but if their show is what they say it's going to be, and I'm sure it will be, I may just have to schedule myself in and make a surprise trip up there. But I'm hoping that they'll come on and we'll talk a little bit about their show and get you guys all amped up. And hopefully a lot of our big wheel bagger guys especially can uh, load up and head to Delmarva. That is, if you're not familiar, Delmarva is uh, Delaware, Maryland, Virginia. It's right there where they meet. Um, Uh... Salisbury, Maryland, I believe, is the town that I usually stay in when I'm there, if anybody knows where Salisbury is. Uh, So it's right in that area. And um, another show is going to be uh, a surprise to the guest and a surprise to us because we're going to have the winner of Baddest Bagger in Sturgis on the show. So I don't know who that's going to be. You guys don't know who that's going to be. Dave Withrow doesn't know who that's going to be. Flash doesn't know who it's going to be. But when we find out, we're going to ask them to come on the show, and we're going to talk to them because we all know Sturgis Baddest Bagger is the creme de la creme. So everybody guns all year to win that show. That is just like the biggest Baddest Bagger show of the year. So uh, we're going to make sure that we get the winner on there. And then last but not least, this is the last one that I'll give you and I'm just going to give you a hint if you guys are loyal wide open radio listeners you're going to know as soon as I say this who I'm talking about but I'm not going to name any names just to try to keep it a surprise I uh, received confirmation today that a builder is going to come on as a featured guest this gentleman is the most talked about builder in wide open radio history He is mentioned in almost every single episode. Um, A lot of the top name builders in the industry that we've had on the show name this builder as their inspiration. A lot of builders that we've had on the show whenever we do the hot seat and I ask them if we were to do a bike build off, who would you want to go against? A lot of people say this guy as well. You know who I'm talking about guys and I am so excited to have him on. Uh, finally, finally worked up the nerve to ask him. So uh, super excited about that. Lots of other big names going on as, as the season continues. So um, it is going to be a great season seven. And I'm just excited to be able to say that we've been doing this for that long. So uh, we're going to wrap up the show now, guys. Just a reminder, make sure you like our Wide Open Radio Facebook page. Join the private Facebook group. 
It's Wide Open Radio Custom Motorcycle Talk Radio. Lots of stuff shared on there, information on different events and flyers and things like that. Uh, and that's where we'll be sharing all of this coverage from the Ride to the 76 and Sturgis. Uh, we also have the uh, website with all the podcasts. So wideopenradioshow.com, easy to remember. Thanks for listening, guys. Lots coming to you. We're super excited about Season 7, and we hope you are too. We'll see you next week on Wide Open Radio. Have a great week. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway, and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.